Welcome back to Without a Doubt, the podcast, the podcast where we celebrate living life authentically and organically as ourselves. We're the ones who believe in creating our own paths and living our truths out loud. Join in on an honest and open conversation about self-discovery and growth. I'm your girl, Mad, your host, and your sprinkle of reality, and I'm here to remind you that it's okay to do life different, that you don't have to be what is expected of you and that your happiness matters. And yes, even as baddies who know this about ourselves need this reminder too. This episode is actually going to be released on the day my dad passed away seven years ago. His passing was one of those expected deaths, but you just never know when you were going to expect it. My dad battled the ever-going life struggles of figuring it out. He tried to create his own path, but the obstacles of addiction and whatever else he was chasing just got in the way. As a child, I grieved, but not of his death. I'll share more about this later, but I think in order to really grasp this episode, we're going to need to know the true meaning of grief. It can be triggered by any kind of event that involves an identity-altering type of loss. That can include living through a natural disaster, getting divorced, your own illness, a family member's illness, the death of a family member or a friend. You can also grieve the past versions of you. You can grieve losses of friendships. You can grieve moments. You can grieve lots of things. But I think mostly we're going to be focusing on the grieving of relationships that you might see other things sprinkled into this episode This might not be a core thought. I mean, I would also like to toss in grief and abandonment. This might not be a core thought in grief, but someone who abandons you might leave you feeling as though you lost somebody. There's a lot of feelings with grief. I'm just going to probably touch the surface of this because there's just so much to go into it. However, I feel this episode is super important because not only, like I said, is today, well, as this is released, the day that my dad passed away seven years ago, But I've dealt with a lot of grief in at least the last, want to say, 15 years of my life. And I don't feel like I'm necessarily well-versed. Are you ever well-versed in grief? But I do think that I have experience. And we're just going to, once again, touch the surface. So let's talk about some symptoms. Maybe you might be experiencing these if you're going through grief now. Like you have an inability to focus. You just have a hard time trusting people. Feelings of loss, of purpose, ooh, that's a big one for me. Intention of life, like you don't feel that even being here is worth it. Consuming thoughts of that which you lost, like memories or, you know, consuming thoughts of your past loved ones or things that you have lost or just having denial of your loss. Being angry towards your loss, dismissive. These are all different symptoms of grief. And I have probably hit every single one of these symptoms. Let's talk about my dad, right? You know, my dad didn't really abandon us, but he struggled enough that he could not actively participate in his kid's life, meaning mine. He came around when he could, and a lot of times he did not show up when he told me he was going to come. And I think this is one of the feelings that comes in my little grief bubble, abandonment. It led to lack of trust, feeling unwanted, and honestly, like, once you feel that you've been abandoned by a parent and it's easy to feel unwanted and not loved and that creates a big gap or even a shift in your relationship. And like when my dad didn't come around or he wouldn't show up, I would quickly start losing respect for him. I just didn't think of him as much as he would hype himself up to be. Like he wasn't as great as he wanted me to think, but he was my dad and I wasn't blind to his absence. It created a hole in my own heart and at a very young age, I 
had to deal with that. And I think the hole just kind of grew bigger with his absence to one day actually, um, it feels like it is healing and it has healed and it has closed. And that's when my dad actually passed away. My dad passed away before he even turned 60 years old in a car fire, most likely doped up on some pills. He passed away in the midst of me ignoring his phone calls for six months. And he passed away after I called him a few years earlier, asking him to change and fix his problems after his sister passed away from an overdose. He passed away in a really tragic way. In all honesty, like I said, it was the unexpected call we had all been expecting. The grief in this relationship started when he was alive and the death grief came a lot sooner in my life than I had anticipated. That's the one thing about most deaths and grief, we just don't expect that at that time. I am actually very surprised I haven't cried yet on this episode, even in that first paragraph, because I read this to Kendra and I literally cried just reading it through. So I hope you guys can bear with me if I do cry and I can edit this the best that I can. Um, So here we go. I think um, this is a really tough subject, whether you have lost a lot of people or you haven't lost a lot of people. I think grief is just a big looming black cloud a lot of times. So I want to, I feel like this episode is important. Once again, I know I said that, but here we are sharing again. When most people think of grief, we're going to like think of a loved one. This is the most common form. This is the one that most of us experience the most in our lifetime. And as we get older, death becomes more imminent. It's more often. But when you're younger and you lose someone, it's a lot different. Whether you lose a parent or a friend when you're younger or you're, you lose a friend who's young, like, and the grief and all of these things that are tied around, like if somebody dies when they're older, they'll say, well, you know, they lived a long life. But if somebody died when they're younger, you would be like, well, that's not fair. It's an interesting concept, right? Like losing someone and the feelings around grief are also universal, yet they feel very, very lonely. A friend actually once said that and it stuck with me. I have thought about this so much and I think because each of our relationships are different with each person, their absence is gonna feel different to us all. What we share with each human and our memories, they're gonna hold special. But those are ours and how we place those little memories into those sacred spaces. It's like, those are the things that we end up missing. There's a bunch of ways we grieve in this episode. I'm not gonna talk about the ways that we grieve rather than thoughts, ideas, and feelings that surround it. Because you can Google ways about grieving. Instead, I have compiled more thoughts, more sloppily thrown together than usual with help from my friends, family, and definitely the internet. I hope one of these things can guide you into some light, help you find a spark, and just maybe, like I always say, you can add something into your little brain of a toolbox. When we lose someone, the grief can come in waves. I know for me, as sad as I was when my dad passed away, it came with relief. Because if he wasn't in prison, he was out looking for pills. I didn't really talk to my dad, but I wish sometimes I could still call him, even seven years since he's passed away. I watched my cousin walk down the aisle without her mom. Man, maybe this is the part that's going to get me, you know? And I know that it made her so sad that she wasn't there with her. Like, and she passed away back in in 2011. The grief that my cousin had on her wedding day was like a small shadow that was her mom. Her grief is in moments like when she got married or when she has a baby. Knowing her mom is never going to be able to meet her kids or her kids will never meet her mom, like, I know those are the moments in grief that really break her heart. And it's the memories that we're not going to be able to create, I think, sometimes that we dwell on within grief as well. My cousin's opinion on grief with a parent and how I feel are similar, but they're super different. I feel my dad is finally resting at peace where she feels her mom isn't. 
She's missing out on all the things that her mom always dreamt of and said she wanted to watch her kids grow up and watch her kids have kids. I know my cousin sometimes feels angry and like I feel relieved, but we both cry. We both feel sad. We miss them and we do wish we could have just one more time. My friend's mom just lost two brothers this past year and she told me around this holiday time she didn't really know how to celebrate the holidays and she feels guilty. Like, how can you celebrate and move on when you're sad and grieving this human? You're missing their presence. And I can agree with this big time. I understand this so wholeheartedly. My grandpa was just like the heart of my dad's side of the family. He kept everybody. My grandma really keeps everybody together the best she can. But my grandpa made dinners and I feel like we always showed up. And since he passed away, family dinners just haven't been the same. Our holidays just are off and... The food is obviously isn't as good. Sorry, Grandma. But it's just one of those things, you know. I grieve him in those moments. And I feel sad when I want to go to lunch with my grandpa. You are grieving the moments that in, in the holiday times of these people. I know that's when I miss my grandpa the most is holiday time. And I totally could relate the most when my friend's mom was talking about how is she supposed to feel happy and celebrate when her brothers weren't there and they were the happy heart of those celebrations. I also want to note that you can grieve for somebody that you don't even know. I cried for a whole month straight. Yes, I did. For the people of Palestine and I've consumed myself with research and all of the things I dove right into stuff about the Middle East with the conflicts and I became engulfed with the people of Gaza. I learned about Motaz and Bisan and Hind and other journalists. And people that are literally sharing their life in 4K on Instagram about their lives and how they're being bombed and murdered. I've been watching them grieve while trying to show the world how they need help. And I think watching humanity, so many people killed and all these children, women, men, being, being demolished made me start grieving as well. I could see myself crying for my nephew or losing my brother or my cousin or my partner, my best friend, losing my mom. Like, I see all these people suffering as me. And maybe that's the empath in me. But I am so pulled and so strong to see how these people are surviving, these Palestinians are surviving, when they've taken on this grief firsthand and I'm taking on this stream of grief like secondhand. So it is lingering in this world around. Grief is just one of those layers that in this human experience we are living, uh, living with. Too closely this year, I realized I could grieve the passing of others I didn't even know. My own feelings of grief stepped up and I could feel the waves crashing onto me even though I wasn't even physically there in Gaza. I wasn't physically there in Palestine. You can grieve a piece of you that you've surrendered. You can grieve a relationship that no longer exists. You can grieve an era of you that you no longer are. You can grieve a chapter that you've closed. You can grieve just by simply being human and tapping into your own heart. It's not only about relationships. I want to share this quote that I found on Instagram about grieving and I had to save this. I save a lot of posts on Instagram and this was just one of those things that I was like, wow. This is actually from at Truth, and here we go. I'm reading this. So if you're like Madison, this sounds robotic this way. Grief is like butter, heavy and solid until it eventually gets folded in. It's still there, perhaps a little less intense, but forever flavoring experiences. Eventually, there might be something sweet and salty folded into life, too. That grief butter remains, though, sometimes hitting us in expected in a powerful way. We taste it all and grapple with its complexity. But holding both at the same time, the heavy and the lovely, is precisely what makes life so full and beautiful. 
Isn't that amazing? I love that so much. And it, it holds so true. I believe grief shapes us. It reminds us we are human. How can you truly love without knowing a loss? Does a heart truly grow fonder? I think missing someone can prove or show you how much that person truly means to you. The waves of grief can encapsulate us and take over. When my dad passed away, someone who was not prevalent in my world and someone that I actually kept at a distance, I felt broken. As someone who turned to working out as stress relief, I couldn't cope with it. I couldn't go to the gym. I couldn't work out. I would lay down on the bench to do a chest press and just want to cry. I did go back to work, however. I went back to coaching and I was there probably within a day or two. And honestly, that helped. Being surrounded and being with supportive other people and humans that wanted to love on me is what I needed. But I was still sad. I couldn't even speak at my dad's funeral, which is kind of absurd for me. I usually have words, but I was speechless. I sometimes still feel like, what would I have said? I didn't feel like I could openly share what I wanted about my dad. And maybe that's what caused me to grieve in a darker way. I didn't share my sadness. I wallowed in it alone. And I do cry for my dad sometimes, wishing I could call him and have a 22 second conversation about the nothingness that we had in common. My grief, it remains as it does. Like the butter I said earlier. I look back at his life and our memories and I thank him. I embrace the grief. I value the human he was and the boundaries, the strength, the resilience I learned. I carry more grief than just the passing of my dad. Like I mentioned, my grandpa passed away, but I don't cry for him. I celebrate and I smile in that grief. Think of my friend Todd who took his own life and I appreciate her talks and moments, but I feel that grief too. My heart hurts. It doesn't go away. It's the waves, the butter, the crashing, the folding. It's the sauce that allows our heart to soften. It's not fair and it's definitely not easy and it will swallow you whole. Grief is that the one thing that you cannot run from and it, it will find you because whether you physically or mentally lose someone or something when you're stripped of a piece of you or something that you thought you had, you're gonna find feelings of grief. Better yet, those feelings are gonna find you. And to feel that, frick, man, that is so special. I figured I'd leave you with this and I think it's beautiful and I can't really take any credit for this. My friend Lindsay wrote this about her brother on Facebook and this is the quote. Grief is messy and complicated, but also it's beautiful and it's human. To grieve with intensity is because you loved with intensity. How incredible is that? And I'll leave you here. The swelling of your heart during grief is going to be unexplainable. To know those feelings of grief that surround the passing of a loved one or loss will loom heavy. It is as us as humans who have to navigate, explore the feelings, the ideas about grieving, and to move on. We all grieve one way or another, and you're not alone, even if you think no one understands. It might not be exactly the same, but to know the feelings of grief, the sadness, the lacking, the emptiness, is to truly feel your human heart. This is what makes you alive. Thanks for being here. I know this is a little different than my normal episode, most of the episodes, but I felt like this was most important, as I've said this three fucking times. <laughs> this was important for me. I think it is important for all, especially during holiday season with the passing of my dad. We all need it. My heart feels heavy today. It's crazy that just writing this outline, talking about it, sharing it is just looming over me. It is the 24th of December. And I am feeling sad today. I could have skipped out on this episode, which I really wanted to do, by the way. I really didn't want to do this episode after some thought. And I was like, this is going to be really hard. 
but I'm, I did it. My goal has been one take on every podcast episode that I record, and more or less, I am there. So, thank you for listening and being here. Damn, I cried again for the millionth time today. <laughs> These tears are my little strength warriors coming out and letting you know that vulnerability is strength. <laughs> Just a reminder, you are without a doubt a badass. Madison, you are without a doubt a badass. You are, girl, and you are too. Thanks for listening. Don't you fucking forget it. See you later on the flip side. And I'll be talking to you in the new year. XO, your girl mad.